Thanks for listening to our Cambridge Breakfast podcast. Remember, you can subscribe with Radio Player or your favourite podcast app and never miss an episode. And don't forget to join us live on Cambridge 105 Radio, weekday mornings from 7. Cambridge Breakfast with Julian Clover and Lucy Malazzo. Cambridge 105 Radio. It is ten minutes past eight. Cambridge Breakfast with Julian Clover and Lucy Malazzo. And every Wednesday in the run-up to the general election, we're taking a look at what's happening around the city and South Cambridgeshire. Our guide, as ever, is political commentator uh, Phil Rogers. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, Good and what morning. a soggy morning it is, too. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we kind of left you out in the in the wet for a short while whilst we were um, doing juice, I think it was. So, uh, pretty uh, much dried up now. Apologies for that. <laughs> um, so, apart from rain, there's also been some polls. Um, what are they saying, and do we trust them anyway? Well, it's kind of hard to tell. I think with polls, you know, um, sometimes a poll comes out and there's some exciting movement and every time it says, oh, somebody's doing really well, somebody's doing really badly. But I think you need to look at the average. And what the average is doing is really the Conservatives are up a bit, Labour are up a tiny bit more, uh, the Lib Dems are down and the Brexit Party is plummeting out of sight. Oh, really? So Boris's tactic is um, is paying off then on that by the sounds of things? Well, so it seems at the moment. I mean... Um, there's definitely, as far as Cambridge is concerned, what really matters is is how Labour are doing versus the Lib Dems. And there's no doubt that Labour are up and the Lib Dems are down nationally. Uh, how that turns out locally, we'll, we'll have to see. Mm. No, just interested in the, what those polls are saying already, because with the student vote and the masses of them who are getting registering to vote, and you're saying the Lib Dems are not really doing that much and the Greens are out well, the Greens are kind of bobbling along at about 3% nationally. They'll probably mm. do better than that in Cambridge. Um, if you, if you, people are on any kind of social media, I'm sure everybody's been bombarded with people asking them to register to vote after, <laughs> over the last few days. That's finished now. So. Hugh Grant had a good little tweet out. He said that uh, you better register to vote or else I'll make another romantic comedy. Well, there's a threat. <laughs> if that doesn't get people out and registered, I don't know what will have done. Yeah, but so so it does look like more people have registered. When, um, when the deadline came last night, I think it was 3.8 million since the election wow. been called, which is about a third more than it was in 2017. So, so that may be a sign that um, perhaps more young people are registering, perhaps people who don't normally vote. So um, that might have a bit of an effect on, on the result. And possibly that would favour Labour, but I'm just guessing there. Really. Do we know where that third is coming from at all? Is it, is it definitely the youth vote or is it more spread out than that? And maybe even geographically, some areas of the country registering more than others? It's kind of hard to say. Um, okay. the, the, the stat's just given uh, one number for the whole country, but uh, um, I, I, I guess uh, the parties certainly have been campaigning and really trying to get their supporters to make sure they're registered. And, and it really matters, particularly for the student vote in Cambridge. Time was you came to Cambridge and your college would register you. That doesn't happen anymore. Now we have individual registration, so people need to register themselves. But, hey, it's too late now. Sorry. <laughs> Just on the Greens, why is it if we're seeing protests by Extinction Rebellion and we see them regularly and, despite the odd mishap, shall we say, said politely, um, generally speaking, a lot of people do seem to be behind at least the motives of Extinction Rebellion, if not necessarily the means. Why is it that the Greens aren't running away with the election? Well, that's quite an interesting question, and certainly environmental issues are very much to the forefront at the moment. I think all parties are kind of addressing them to, to some greater or lesser extent. 
um, and we're we're certainly seeing a, a, a bigger focus on on that, I think, than uh, than than we have in the past. Mm. But really, the Greens tend to focus their efforts on the few seats where they think they're in with a chance. Obviously, they've they've done well in Brighton, and they do have a few other seats. But um, under first past the post, you really have to focus your efforts on on the seats you think you can win, and and that's why we're seeing, I think, a lot less um, green activity in some other places. Okay. Um there's been a few hustings uh, which have taken place already, and I dare say you've been to a few of them yourself. What, what sort of issues are being raised there? That's right. I was uh, well. There's been a couple so far. There was actually an Extinction Rebellion organised one uh, last Friday, and I was at the one on Monday um, organised by the Cambridge Commons, um, and that that one particularly focused on issues of inequality. So people were talking about growth in the city and uh, housing and transport issues, and where we're going to get enough water for for all these new houses going up and uh, kind of issues like that. Um, there was a fair amount of agreement between the candidates. We had, we had five candidates there. Um, there was also kind of a clearly uh, Rod and Daniel are, are sort of the, the, the two main rivals. For the the, so Rod Candle for the Lib Dems and Daniel Zeichner for Labour. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, Daniel was, was certainly having a go at the record of the coalition um, and, and Rod was uh, defending that and um, I, I don't think there were any great surprises and probably mm. quite a lot of people who went there had, had got a fair idea how they're going to vote already. But it was mm. certainly interesting to uh, to hear the candidates. Uh, we, we also heard from uh, Jeremy Caddick for the Greens, uh, Peter Daw, who's, I think, nominally for the Brexit party, but he's kind of basically for the Peter Daw party. And, and he's, he's certainly got a lot of ideas. Um, We've got Peter coming in on Monday uh, yeah. on our first of our election studio programme, so I'm quite looking forward to uh, seeing what he has, to, sure what he has will, to say. I'm sure that will be a really interesting interview. Yeah, Jeremy Caddick's on the same programme, which might make it more interesting still. And the independent candidate was there, Miles Hurley, um, and I, I really liked him, actually. Uh, he's, he's just, he said, uh, some people jump out of airplanes for fun, I'm doing this. And, and <laughs> you know, he'll get a few hundred, he'll get maybe a hundred votes or something like that. He won't get his deposit back, but he'll it'll, it'll certainly have had an interesting time, and he'll, he's put his ideas out there so uh, good for him you were saying last week that um it's the kind of election that you don't you're not feeling a lot of um real uh, yeah energy for <laughs> almost know, yeah. and i've noticed it since you said that that there's been a yeah a strong lack of um the signage outside people's houses that you normally would see um the hustings that you've attended have there been quite a few people it has been packed or would you say it's a bit less uh i think they've i mean five well in 2015 there were an extraordinary number of mm. hustings there were about 30 of them in, in Cambridge we're not having anything like that number this time but they've been pretty well attended it was um, you know the, the room's been full on, on both occasions um, the press reports of the Friday one uh, described it as a bit raucous I wouldn't say the Monday one was like that but uh, there is one coming up on, on Saturday at Great St Mary's 12pm uh, if people want to go along to that you do need to register for a free ticket so just go to the uh, Great St Mary's website for that um, and that'll be an, uh, that's focusing on faith and values. So uh, that that should be an interesting one mm, to go to. People want to uh, um, to to get to it. There's there's obviously going to be lots of other surveys of um, opinions of the candidates and so forth. The Cambridge Cycling Campaign are putting out their election survey, which which they do every every election time to uh, ask what the candidates think about cycling issues. And uh, there'll be plenty more opportunities to hear from them. Yeah, but won't be tired any of the candidates who says they don't uh, don't want to to cycle if they're if they're getting elected in uh, in Cambridge. Always an issue around here. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, that was great. Uh, don't forget, you can find a full list of candidates on our website. I think we'll draw it to a close there. Um, thank you very much, Phil.
Thanks very much for having me. Uh, thanks very much. Cambridge 105 Radio.